You're listening to the Music Interval Theory Podcast with TC and Frank. Hello and welcome. This is Frank and I'm welcoming you to another episode of the Music Interval Theory Podcast. This is actually a fun episode <laughs> because I want to share with you my top nine traps I see untrained composers fall into all the time. And it's funny because probably if we put our heads together, we will find more than these nine traps. But those are the most common ones. So let's jump directly into the first one. One. Not having any process. You've probably heard us talk about this subject already. And that's for a good reason. Not having any process to composition is like hunting in unknown territory. Maybe you will find something, or maybe not. So if you don't follow any process right now, we suggest you start with the three-step process. That's the gathering, the sketching, and developing. We have a ton of materials available about this process, so please have a look at them and check them out. It will help you, I guarantee. Two. Not being clear about the story. What is the overall story you want to tell? Is it a thriller or a romance? Is it dramatic or playful? Your audience has three options when you present your musical piece. First, they like it and they listen to it. Second, they don't like it and they don't want to listen to it. Third, they listen to it and they are confused, which eventually leads to number two again, they don't like it. <laughs> So, taste is unique, of course, and you can't know if somebody will like the music you write or not, and that's okay. The only thing you can control is not to confuse your audience by asking them to figure out the story on their own. Your audience, in almost every case, is not interested in burning mental calories to understand the plot. Nobody wants to feel confused and it's most likely that your audience will reject the music you wrote if they are confused. Not because it's not good, but they simply don't understand the story. Three. Not paying attention to the production. Although a composition might be wonderfully thought through on digital paper, you will lose a significant portion of your audience if it sounds poorly. Nowadays, sample libraries have become very affordable and the world expects you to present a finished and polished result. If you aren't familiar with MIDI editing and mimicking real instrumental performances inside your DAW, it would be best to spend a considerable amount of your time learning those skills. Four. Paying too much attention to the production. <laughs> That's kind of the counter thing to the previous point. As technology has become more accessible, untrained composers might think that technology can compensate for the lack of compositional theory. The truth is that they go hand in hand. Having excellent production skills is not enough to create incredible music. Similarly, a high-class amp won't make your guitar playing better. Five. Doubting your artistic abilities when you get frustrated. First of all, 
How do you find out that you've been running into that trap? Well, you get frustrated because your musical results don't match your expectations and visions. You've probably spent some time studying music theory, but still nothing seems to move forward. So you start distrusting your artistic abilities and lose self-confidence. That all is quite normal. And actually, it happened to me as well. You would be surprised to find out how many composers feel that way, but never confess to it. I don't believe that this is a healthy way of picturing yourself. And I offer help to overcome this inside the academy. Six, overcomplicating the harmonic structure. The temptation can be to use complex chord progressions and harmonies in order to make their music sound more sophisticated and interesting. However, this can often have the opposite effect and detract from the emotional impact of a piece. Complex harmonies can be difficult for listeners to follow and can distract from the melody and overall structure of your piece. Additionally, using too many chords and harmonies can result in a cluttered and confusing soundscape. Instead, it is often more effective to use simple, well-placed chord progressions and harmonies that support the melody and form of the piece. This can help to create a clear and emotional musical experience for the listener. It is important to strike a balance between harmonic complexity and simplicity and to choose harmonies and chord progressions that serve the overall musical goals of the piece. That is actually the reason why you keep seeing basic major and minor chord progressions in all of those AAA movies. <laughs> Seven. Neglecting melody. Melody is one of the most important elements in music and listeners remember melodies, not chord progressions. So make this a memorable part of your piece. It is important for composers to focus on creating a strong, engaging and memorable melody that will resonate with the listener. This can involve experimenting with different melodic shapes, phrasings and rhythm to find the best combination that supports the emotions and ideas you are trying to convey. Additionally, it is important to ensure that the melody is well balanced with the rest of the musical elements, such as harmony and rhythm, so that it can shine through and have the desired impact. Neglecting the importance of melody can result in a piece that lacks emotional impact and is forgettable to listeners. So by focusing on creating a strong, memorable and emotionally engaging melody, composers can greatly enhance the impact of the music they write. Eight. Neglecting form. Not considering any form is also a common trap. Form refers to the overall structure and organization of a piece of music and is a crucial aspect of composition. A well-thought-out form can greatly enhance the emotional impact. It helps to establish a sense of direction, 
build tension and release and create a satisfying musical experience. Examples of common forms in classical music include the sonata form, the rondo form and the good old song form like AABA. These forms can be used to create a clear sense of structure and progression in a piece of music. On the other hand, neglecting form can result in a disjointed or repetitive composition that lacks direction and coherence. 9. Over-orchestrating. You're gonna love this one. Over-orchestrating is a common trap as well. The temptation can be to add as many instruments and sounds as possible to create a lush and rich musical experience, right? <laughs> However, this can often have the opposite effect and again detract from the clarity and impact of the piece. It is important for composers to understand when to use certain instruments and how to balance the orchestration. Using too many instruments can lead to a cluttered sound whereas using too few instruments can result in a thin and unsatisfying sound. Balancing the orchestration involves considering the role of each instrument in the piece and choosing the right combination of instruments to create the desired effect. For example, a delicate solo instrument may be better suited for a simple introspective melody, whereas a full orchestral sound may be more appropriate for a big and heroic musical moment. Additionally, composers should consider how to balance the different sections and textures of a piece. For example, a section with a lot of percussion may be followed by a section with a lighter, more delicate texture to create contrast. So we offer the Orchestration Concepts course inside the Academy that tackles and explains all of these important functions and how to create contrast, how to make a composition stand out with orchestration and so on. So all the members have access to this. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do it as soon as possible because it can greatly enhance your compositions as well. Well, it turns out that even the best of us fall into these traps from time to time. <laughs> and I also must admit, <laughs> I've fallen into most of these myself at some point in my career as a composer. But the good news is, every mistake is simply an opportunity to learn. I will leave you with a little joke. What do you call a composer who's always in the right key? A sharp. <laughs> okay, this was silly, I know. So remember, whether you're falling into traps or hitting all the right notes, just have fun and keep composing. This was Frank and I hope to see you back in one of the future episodes. And if you haven't checked out the Composer's Toolkit, just do it right now. You will find it under musicintervaltheory.academy slash toolkit. <laughs> and now we are out of time. <laughs> so guys, have a wonderful day and see you soon. Best always. This podcast is powered by the Music Interval Theory Academy, your resource for getting clarity and confidence in music composition and orchestration. 
See you inside at musicintervaltheory.academy.com.